movies. We watch movies. You listen to us talk about movies that we watched without you. It's beautiful. Thanks. Now this is podcasting. What is up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Super Films Cast 64. I had to think about that for a second, yeah, Adam. Yeah, I, I saw your eyes move. I had to think. Uh, just woke up, had myself some sleep, and now we're doing podcast all day, every day. Supercast 64 Network, bringing you all the coolest podcasts from around the globe. We got Super Anime Cast, we got Super building cast we got super cars cast we got super infrastructure cast we got all the casts adam how you doing Hark! yikes you're you're excited we saw three movies this week and Trey, uh, i i did see three <laughs> movies oh no now you're now you're an old old salty uh seaman yark uh-huh Oh, I just spill your beans, Trey. I'm guessing this is a reference to uh, Jojo Rabbit, right? That's the movie you're referencing there? Yarg. <laughs> Yarg. <laughs> so, there's three movies, I think, three of the our most anticipated movies. I would say you put Irishman and maybe Knives Out in there. But three of the most anticipated came out. Uncut Gems. Kind of, Don't Sleep on Uncut Gems. Oh, yeah, Uncut Gems. That's one, too. Uh, I think three of our most anticipated ones had a wider release this last week. And so what order did you see them? And we saw The Lighthouse, we saw Parasite, we saw Jojo Rabbit. I saw them in that order. Same here. And I saw them all within a day of each other, pretty much. Because I went to go see Lighthouse. Um, I think it was Sunday night, I believe. And then Monday morning, I saw Parasite, and then I saw that, hey, Jojo Rabbit's playing right now. I'll just walk in, and I did. Whoa, wait a minute. Trey, you're telling me that you walked out of the theater. You you paid full price. Uh, It was matinee prices, but you decided, no, no, no. (laughs) I'm here to support the The film industry. Right, yeah. And... You made the person wearing the name tag saying their favorite movie was, I don't know, the Wizard Benjamin of Oz Bu- remake yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> with James Franco, right. and uh, you you pushed your cold the, hard cash. Wait, wait, there was, there's not hand. a there's not a Wizard of Oz remake. I'm surprised there hasn't been the actually. James Franco. Uh, oh, Wicked, Wicked is that no, what you're talking about? Is Oz right? Uh, oh man, that sounds familiar. I don't know. I never saw that. Well. Oz. Is is Wizard of Oz a Christmas movie, Adam? Um, I mean, they do get gifts at the end. Mm-hmm. And I think any movie where you get gifts. <laughs> any movie where there's a penguin or you get gifts is a Christmas movie. No, well, there you go. Yep, it's true. Any movie where there's snow is a Christmas movie. Kind of. Mm, yeah, no, that checks out. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. I think that. Because they always... They always kind of advertise at least the first couple of Harry Potter movies as Christmas movies because there was snow in them at some point. <laughs> yeah, that's the barometer 
of snow. Anyway, uh, we saw these three films. We're going to talk about Lighthouse first, probably the one that you want to talk about the most. Uh, I think that's, you know, I want to talk about it too. And Lighthouse, Adam, you want to you wanna go off on this? Okay, yeah. So I Lighthouse, have all the info. I've been, I've been all, all up on Lighthouse. It's the Robert Eggers movie. Yes, Robert Eggers. From the, you made The Vivitch. The creator of The Vivitch. Mm-hmm. The the movie that everybody says, oh, it's not it's not scary. I don't understand. It's not scary. But there's a lot of people who love it. I he love it. He definitely is a... You can't really peg him as genre. Or at least this one more so than, than The Witch. Uh, I don't think you can really peg this. It's, it's a psychological thriller slash horror. But it's not a horror in the... Uh, and the oh, it is. It's very much like The Shining in, in a way, in a weird way. Uh, it has a lot of shining in it, where it is more of a psychological downfall of our our, uh, our lead, who's pretty much going insane, and that's Robert Pattinson. He's also um, what is it when you say they're they're? I always forget the term where they're playing against. Uh, Will two hander? Yeah, it's a two hander. You have other characters pop in my, but for this two-hander yeah the only speaking roles are robert pattinson and william defoe right and uh robert pattinson is like so he is a you don't know too much about his past at first and he's wanting to be a lighthouse keeper for a month just to get some work william defoe presents himself as an old crusty seaman who's uh farting all the time and and <laughs> And misbehaving and talking about just whatnot and nonsense. And he's very strict and he's just hard to deal with. Uh, this movie is like the ultimate bad roommate movie, you know? This is, yeah. You, you don't bring your roommate to this movie, you know? It, it just, yeah. It's basically two guys kept in a lighthouse until they both go insane. Right. And. I'll say, you know, you're talking about, well, is it a horror movie? I would argue that this is probably the scariest movie that I've watched this year, hmm. while also being the funniest movie that I watched it's this pretty year. pretty funny, yeah. This movie is hilarious. It's in black and white. Most of it's written in, like, old sea language. Um that is so good and so fun. That's one thing that Robert Eggers does really well. Uh, and, and like in the Vivitch, it's all written. That's I think a lot harder to understand than I, I did write. This is my favorite foreign language film of the year. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's it's uh, pretty pretty wild. Um, you you can understand though. You can kind of right. get everything out of it. You know. It's like watching the British Office. Right, right. <laughs> Where you're able to be like, I mean, I guess I see there. I get that they're referencing something mm-hmm. there that I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Um, but Robert Pattinson starts off, and he just wants to. He's just gonna clean this lighthouse nonstop for all he these days. He is definitely a upstate New York accent, right? Like a New York. It's, it sounds a lot like uh, Bill the Butcher. It's supposed to be Maine. Maine, okay. Like a very specific part of Maine. Okay. But I think it's just kind of, uh, I don't know, Robert Pattinson being British and just 
kind right. of doing <laughs> an accent. And he, he's that, fine, you know. Like oh, I, I think he's great. He's I think both of them are really fantastic. Good. They're yes. both so good. Like Willem Dafoe is having a Man. fucking blast in this he movie. Is, I, I learned a new term that I like, and I'm going to start using it more. Chewing the scenery. Yes. Yes. And he's, he's, he's got yeah. a freaking mouthful of the scenery, yeah. both, uh, both figuratively and at one point. Yeah. Quite yeah, literally. Does. That made me very – I don't get claustrophobic in movies, but that point you were talking about made me very claustrophobic. It, there's one shot in this movie that's probably the most uncomfortable shot. Yeah. Like to think about an actor having to go through Yeah. that I've ever seen. And I keep you, you keep expecting it to end. Yeah. And then it just goes on way longer. Yes. Both of these guys are freaking acting their asses yes. off. And... Uh, they're doing a, a thing where they are going insane. Um, and it's just, I Th- think they're it's... going insane. They're, they're, they're drunk as hell. And that just adds all this just crazy, you know, just machismo and, and everyone trying to one up each other. And mm-hmm. they start like, it just goes from like, you know, they're, they're hugging and then they're beating each other up and then they're they're crying and then they're yelling at each other. They're laughing and then you, it's 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 a ride. It really it's a roller coaster of emotions. Yeah, it's uh, Trey. Kind of like we were talking about before we started recording. I think this movie is really a commentary on work and <laughs> uh, and uh, a lot of a lot about masculinity. If you really want to. I think you could definitely interpret this a lot of different ways. I saw one a lot about, like, it's boomers versus millennials, or it's uh, the old versus the young. It's the um, just bad roommates, or, you know, there's a lot of different ways you could probably... I I bet there's going to be people interpreting this so many different ways. Because you got, you know, you have the weird mermaid and and the the jerking off and the uh there's a lot in this movie man and it's not as lovecraftian as i thought it was gonna be though i I expected after a while it wasn't gonna be like that um i think at first i thought it was gonna be like a lovecraft thing but no it's not really which 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 i expected that after a while but uh it is definitely well, I don't know. It, I guess it could be a little Lovecraftian. Honestly, all I know about Lovecraft is the, I've not read any Lovecraft books. I just know, like, oh, that movie is Lovecraftian. So uh, there's it's got there's tentacles. Right. Well, that's the thing. Is Madness, there's, some, yeah. there's some stuff that is very clearly like a shout out to Lovecraft, but I yeah, wouldn't yeah. necessarily call this movie Lovecraftian. Right. I right. would call it fucking badass. And I, I love this movie so much. And I mm-hmm. left it with a huge smile on my face. Yeah, uh, and just like so many moments in this movie, are so good. There's one moment, and like the thing is, is I, whenever I try to talk about it, it with someone who hasn't seen the movie, it, it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. But like, let's just say it now. There's a moment when Robert Pattinson tells Willem Dafoe that he doesn't like his cooking. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like the greatest <laughs> and the. the <laughs> It's uh, this. Willem it, Dafoe gives a monologue, yes. which he did in one take. That's yeah. a, they only did one take of it, by the way, which is amazing. But it's just like so beautiful and like so well acted. And 
Oh my god! It's I so even good. liked him before, like before that, when he's where he just seems so hurt. Like he that's is what I'm so saying. So yeah. hurt, and then he right. just goes in this like crazy ass just speech, like Shakespearean speech, and yeah, it was he, that whole role was was incredible. Um, just and I think you know Robert Pattinson does just as well of a job. It is a little just in the a little. Uh, and the only reason I say this is because I saw some people compare Robert Pattinson's role to Daniel Day-Lewis, but it is a little There Will Be Blood, where these two actors have to kind of battle each other, you know, through through acting, and you're just impressed how well they can, you know, keep on keel with each other. Did you know that they did not talk to each other at all on set? Yeah, I saw that, yeah. That, that they were just, like, so in their mind... Uh, apparently Willem Dafoe is a he's a theater guy oh, so yeah. he was all about rehearsing and mm-hmm. running through stuff and Robert Pattinson just wanted to be like surprised by yeah. things and that's didn't perfect, really want to study much at all yeah so it's it's great per- yeah and there's like a weird thing and they said after the movie they're like yeah I mean yeah. we talked after and we yeah. like each other but just like during that time they didn't do it at mm-hmm. all the movie is shot in like a very boxy aspect ratio which just adds to the claustrophobia of everything did you so i i assumed some of the shots with the birds in the background were fake but i guess i've just never seen a seagull before like hovering were they yeah (laughs) there's one time where it looks like it looks like they're on like a like birdemic yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) you know like oh that's interesting they did that but maybe that's not maybe that's just how they are i don't know Uh, apparently it's real and there were seagulls all over the place and they realized that they could go after uh, the crew for food uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> if they wanted to annoy them enough. And so the crew hated the birds. Yeah. And, uh, but leave the gull. Don't spar with the gull. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just and, leave and him be. Just, there's so many interesting things with this character where like, there's all these little, you know, it, it's also like, there's just all these little traditions that he has and, and all these yeah and and you know Robert Pattinson really doesn't want any of it but he's got like all these little like traditions and um and rituals and uh and superstitions that he that with this job um and, and also like you know as things go on, things get revealed. Bills, bills be spilled. Beans be spilled. Beans, yeah. And you kind of see, you know, these characters aren't as truthful or as what you think they are. You know, um, nothing too revealing, revealing. But to them, it's a big deal, which I think just kind of adds to their their madness. You know, there's like, no, nothing is like revealed. Like there, no one is Satan. No one is revealed to be Satan or an imaginary figure, even though they allude to it at some point. Because that's the other thing is that uh, they're supposed to be waiting for. Oh, did you have something else to say on that? Sorry. Well, I was going to say that it, it's just the. This is just such a small slice, but the world feels so big mm-hmm. and thought out. Um, it kind of like we talked about with Watchmen last week where it's just kind of like yeah like there's obviously a whole lot more that has been thought of <laughs> for yeah. this world um and it, there's they're bringing a whole lot of stuff from outside of anything that's literally in the movie mm-hmm. and i think that's something robert eggers does insanely well and i think he 
is uh, probably up there with my favorite working directors right now. I mean, yeah, it's, it, up there. I like. I, it's crazy how many good directors are doing horror right now. Like uh, um, Ari Aster. You got friends Eggers. with Robert Eggers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they should do a, a comedy together. Uh, that would be great. Be the friggin' saddest comedy. Of all yes, time. it would be. Um, yeah, and also like, yeah, the, the whole gist is though too that they're waiting for people to come and they haven't came yet. And you know, this is the 1800s, right? And so you can't really uh, get them up on your phone and say what's going on. They just kind of have to wait it out. And all they have is liquor. And I guess you could, and that's another maybe reason why it's been compared to The Shining because I think it deals definitely with uh, alcoholism and maybe that uh, fall into alcoholism because Robert Pattinson at first is very much, uh, I don't drink, I'm not going to drink with you. And by the end, he's guzzling down <laughs> drinks, you know. it's Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's an interesting look and you can interpret this a lot of different ways um but on the surface level it's an awesome awesome movie with two actors just acting their ass off um and yeah it's a very fun watch yeah i mean robert Pattinson's drinking turpentine yes uh, (laughs) by the end of this movie right uh it just so much on isolation and everything I love this movie. Trey, what did you give it out of five stars? I think I gave it a four and a half. Boo. Five. I'm five. I think I'm I'm between that and that. I five really want to see it again. Full stars. Yeah. Oh, this is a movie that I yeah. have been thinking about nonstop since I saw it. <laughs> and I just I just want to go see it again. Yeah. Right now I have it five stars. I have it behind Once Upon a Time in Hollywood for my favorite movie of the year, but I don't know, man. It could be number one yeah? by the time I I see it a second time. I definitely want to see it a second time. Maybe I can... Uh, I think for me, it was just a little hard to understand what they were saying at times. And so, like, some of the stuff towards the end, I didn't necessarily get. Uh, not going to reveal anything, but there, there are certain, like, re- revelations that I didn't quite understand. Why I had to go look it up, exactly what they were saying happened. But uh, I think second viewing might be, you know, a little better. But uh, I really loved it, though. It's it's very worth seeing. And I, I think William Defoe will probably be nominated for an Oscar. I could see that. I could totally see that. He, uh, for the last, what, uh, two or three years, he's been yeah, he's nominated. Been he's been nominated, nominated for movies that nobody has seen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, and I think this one would this- probably ends up bigger than uh, some of those I, other ones. I think, I don't know if we said it on air, but uh, before the conversation, I, I've heard more people talk about this than the other two we're going to talk about. Uh, I've heard people like, oh yeah, that, that looks interesting, or oh, that looks cool, the the lighthouse. I think they've advertised it fairly well. Um, or at least online, and I don't know if that's just Mr. Google knowing my trends, right. but yeah. because I be like, I ooh, only, A24 movie. Yeah, I only get ads for this, you know? <laughs> Yeah, uh, but the, it did do a really good job of not spoiling anything, yes. I would say, mm-hmm. while 100% conveying, all right, this is what the tone of the movie is going to be. 100%. This yeah. is what you're going to get into, yeah. which is fantastic when those yes. work together. Just, I yes. mean, 
one of the trailers is just the what scene, what? which is perfect, where mm-hmm. they just say what back and forth to yeah. each other, and it's amazing. It's yeah. so good. Yeah, that's pretty much the movie. They, they, you bring up a very good point. They did a very good job marketing this. A lot of times, it's the opposite, where it's the a complete different movie, opposite movie, but yeah. like like Mother, you know. But right. yeah, this is our Mother. Uh, but yeah, they, you, you're getting what you wanted. You're getting what you expected. Like that's that's that movie, which and it's a great one. Uh, recommend saying that. Next movie, I gonna, yes. love yes. that yes. movie. Yeah, it's a great one. Um, maybe we should do some fun stuff with it later on. I don't know exactly what, but I did. I did at one time make Trey a bet to do the first uh, scene I was, of the movie. Yeah, uh, it changed from the original reviews. Oh, really? That I read. Okay, it, it wasn't reviews. It was advertising on my. On my Instagram, it would there would be an ad for it, uh-huh. and it was like a big thing that said like the lighthouse given five like five stars, one of the best of the year, and then there's like the beginning of an article that starts yeah. off, and it's like in the first scene, Robert Pattinson vigorously masturbates, <laughs> <laughs> and that changed. Okay. Apparently, apparently Robert Eggers started out with a shot of. Robert Pattinson jerking off and uh it was his penis and then like his penis turned into the lighthouse. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So they cut it. It's different now. Yeah. It, uh... That's too on the nose, man. <laughs> yeah. Come on. <laughs> that is on the nose. Okay. Uh the next movie also has a lot of metaphors in it. Uh it's called Parasite. Yes. Yeah. And this movie also freaking rules. Yes. This movie really, really fucking ru- rules. Uh, this is Bong Joon-ho. Mm-hmm. He did movies such as Snowpiercer, which I love. Yes. Um, he's done others, like The Host. Mm-hmm. And this is about a very poor, unemployed family. And they are... Their, their son gets an opportunity to tutor the daughter of this very wealthy family. And they're a bunch of schemers. And they decide, hey, how about we all uh, try to get jobs at this household? You know, it's, 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 it's simple enough. But they're all kind of being, they're all lying, you know, yeah. pretty they're much. They're scheming their way to get into this. Right. To this family. And uh, one of the things about this movie is it's hard to talk about. Because it, it really is. It's almost four different movies in one. Uh, and I think it's it's almost a spoiler for me to talk about what kind of movies those are. Uh-huh. Because they're just so... This movie takes turns, for yes. sure. Um, the first one that you start out with, that I guess we can kind of get into, that's the way it's kind of advertised at the beginning, I guess... Uh, is that it's almost like an Ocean's Eleven type yeah. <laughs> kind of like like the scheme, the planning of the heist. Yes, there's a lot of different. So pretty much, they, yeah, they hire the kid, and it's a lot of uh, you know these these this family's very smart, and there are no dumb I, dumb characters in this movie. Everyone now the the rich family is more naive. I would say they're very naive, but uh-huh. they're not dumb. 
and the 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 poor family are conniving, but they're not dumb. They're very smart, uh, uh, which is you know. I think that's they could very easily make them them dumb poor people, but but uh, they don't. And uh, you know the daughter they keep saying like she's really great at making forgeries, and uh, they you know pretty much make this kid look like he went to Harvard and he's very intelligent, and uh, he's going to tutor the daughter, and then uh, they have a son who is kind of uh has some trauma uh which is another spoiler we don't want to get into um and they're like hey let's get an art teacher and so they take the sister who's very good at art to be a sort of an art therapist and it kind of goes on from there that they get the dad to be you know the driver and then they get the mom to be the maid and then that's sort of where the um problems lie from there you know it, yeah because it acts as sort of an ocean's 11 thing like you said where it's kind of fun 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 and then uh, it turns it definitely makes a turn you know you don't things you wouldn't expect it, it just kind of turns and yeah. it is very much in the vein uh, and i've only really seen snowpiercer and that is a kind of a genre fluid film as well a little more sci a lot more i mean this is not a sci-fi movie uh at all but you know it's got that weirdness to it though definitely that his other movies do or at least Snowpiercer does. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's so well done. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just like a really well directed and paced movie. Like it may be the best paced movie I may have ever mm. seen. I think there's just like constantly something that's kind of building. Yes, somewhere or revelations that are being made. Um, that it's it's just like such a a tight thing. He's Bong uh, Bong Joon Ho has been you know going around talking about it and stuff, and you know he was talking about how when he made it, he thought it was just something that that probably just applied to um this very specific like South Korean thing mm-hmm. that he was trying to focus on, but it's just like such a a greater story yeah. almost about yeah uh you know as we kind of said with the last one about work <laughs> and uh and haves and have nots and and you know uh like <clears throat> the, i don't want to ruin i don't want to get into a lot of spoilers but like the there's a big rainstorm and the poor family that is very different than the rich family you know the the right this storm affects the poor family in a very different way than the rich family does it, it does uh uh, you know, and yeah, it's just you see sort of how these two families are affected by certain events and certain things where it's it's a it's a contrast and it never it never says that one or the other is is in the wrong. I think it's showing it's never look at these horrible rich people or look right, at these exactly. dumb poor people. It's it's a very complicated idea, uh, which is really, really cool. And I think, I think, yeah, I think that may be the strongest aspect of the movie is that mm-hmm. everybody has a little dimension to them. Yes. Um, as opposed to it would have been very easy because it's kind of set up as like, oh, the the rich guy's wife is really dumb and she's a, a dumb one. But it's not like she's 
she like, she means well. Like she it seems and, like she and there's means like well a, the whole time, you know. And, and she's not like bad and dumb. Where there's there's just a lot of things that yeah. kind of could have been done a little more easily. But there's right. just been that much more care put into everybody. Yeah, and it they all become like such stronger characters. The dad in this movie is so good. Yeah, he's really good, and I think that's an actor he's used multiple times. Like that's his like you know, guy that he uses. Uh, yeah, that was a very good character. I thought that at first I thought he was just going to kind of be the dumb dad, but he might've had the most like actual depth to him because he is, he realizes throughout the movie, he's trying to, he can never belong in this world, you know? And, and there's certain things that are said and he just kind of realizes that he's an other, he's, he's otherized from these people. Like he can never really, be one of these people and, and he wants that and it seems like too and tell me if i'm wrong it seems like these aren't just lazy like he's had horrible luck because he was talking about owning a restaurant that failed and owning a bunch of businesses that failed that's what it seems like right is that yeah i mean there's it's it's definitely not like he's just a dumb idiot who's not able to get work but right. there is some stuff where like it seems like I mean, they're definitely people, cheap mul- as hell. Multiple people had like the same failures, so it's yeah. like, it almost seems yeah, like a bunch you're right. of kind of people kind yeah. of fell into similar traps. Yeah, almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I do want to say though, the most unrealistic thing in the in the movie though that I had the biggest issue with was so at one point uh, the mom was planning this impromptu party for her for her kid. It's his birthday, and so she's going to plan this impromptu party, fight a whole bunch of guests, get a bunch of food. She is way too patient for having an impromptu party like that. My mom will make a will plan a party months in advance, and you don't want to get close to her when that party's coming up, Adam. You don't want to be in the same room because she is violent. Okay, oh, no. she is way too calm and collected and patient for this party. That I I called bullshit on that. <laughs> Not true. Not true. No. You got a got a mom planning a party. It's not all oh, we're gonna giggle. No, it mm. is fucking scary. You don't want to be in the same room. So that's I'm I'm that's a joke, but I'm just like, oh man, that's <laughs> not uh she need, she's way too happy for this party coming up. That is not uh not at all how most people, not just ladies, right. but people would react to that. I feel that parasite is what us wanted to be. Yeah, I could. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I, yeah, definitely. I think it. And I really liked uh, us. Yeah. Like <laughs> I did. Like there is a lot of good stuff in us. I think this movie. I think is it, better almost at every turn. I think also parasite has. It's also more grounded in reality than us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Even the stuff that's weird is like stuff that could and has happened before. You know, you don't want to get into it, but you always hear stories about stuff like that. You always hear stories. You sometimes hear stories about <laughs> no, stuff like that. I mean, that. It's, it's extreme, but... Uh, it is extreme, but you always hear... You know what I'm talking about. You always hear like, right. oh, yeah, yeah, right, that's crazy. Also, I thought <laughs> what was interesting was uh, a lot of talk about like North Korea in this movie, you know, and uh, that's sort of important plot point you know north korea where i think that's always fascinating when you see a foreign film and this is foreign 
uh, where it's like, oh, they, they have to deal with certain things like more than we do. Uh, it's like, oh, that's a real threat for them in North Korea. That's a real, real deal. Uh, well, I mean, it's a threat for everybody, but more so when they're right next to them. So oh, I thought that was uh, fascinating. But even though it's a, it's a foreign film, it is very relatable. It's it's very well done. Some I think I like this maybe a tad more than Lighthouse, but we'll see. I mean, it's I'm gonna have to marinate on both of them, but they're they're you know up there in top three of my favorite of, of the year so far. I have this as number three in my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I I have it below the the Lighthouse. The thing is, is it may be. Like, it's probably a stronger narrative. I could see this being nominated for best picture. This is the Roma oh, for of this sure. Year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. I think I think this could very very easily be a best picture nomination. Yeah. Um. I loved it. I I mean I have it as. I think that there's kind of a big drop off after my top three this mm-hmm. year. I was looking at I was looking at my list, and I mean we can talk about this a little bit later as well. But um, I think my top. 10 movies i think it's it's kind of a really strong year for like 10 movies yeah and then well we also got we also got the irishman coming up there's and there's a ton more coming out so i know for a while we were kind of saying like okay well where when are the good movies Mm -hmm. (laughs) coming out because the like I loved like Paddleton. Paddleton was yeah. a really a really really good movie that the I movie enjoyed. Still it. has crushed me. <laughs> yeah, I haven't like, recovered from that. Still, I think it's I think that's a great movie. But I was like, man, this is staying up there for a long time. Or like Avengers, I had way high on my list. Yeah, and I was like, that doesn't feel right. And now it's like, okay, here here come here comes the good stuff. Mm-hmm. And I feel like maybe this year will be more like. Two years ago, as opposed to last year, quality of movies wise, mm-hmm. just because uh, based on the strength of like Parasite and Lighthouse, I think yeah. both of both of these movies may make like my favorites of the decade. Yeah, yeah, I could see that list. Yeah, uh, I think you know Once Upon a Time in Hollywood too is really good. Right. Um, uh, I mean, that's my number one. Yeah. Uh, Trey, who's the parasite? I that's think we're the, all the, the parasite. That's the discussion. That's the discussion everyone's having. <laughs> oh, really? Who's, who's the parasite? I think it's like oh, we're all well. the parasites. Well, I mean, technically, they are the parasites. They're leeching onto <laughs> another family. I think, yeah, but but if you if you go under the surface, it's yeah, it's yeah. A, <laughs> it's a dumb argument. It's a it's a you know it's a weird name for the movie. I I understand it, but I think. I don't know why, but it it makes it sound like it's more horrorish than it than it is. Mm-hmm. Though I guess you, you know what this could be. A, I mean, you could make an argument that it's a horror movie. Oh, I think it's yeah. I, think it, I mean, if why why get tied up in it? Yeah, <laughs> like why, I think it's, it, I think it works that it's yeah. a, it's a horror movie. Yeah. Um, did you know that Parasite, per theater, is outgrossing the Avengers? Oh, really? So wait, so per what do you mean per theater? Outgrossing so, the Avengers. So that means like if it's been released on X amount of screens okay. and has made X amount of dollars. Okay, just okay. 
that. So yeah. for, per, per for like screen, the, right. how much money it's making is how gross it, of the it's, Avengers. And that's uh, that's uh, I think that's globally. Yeah, it because makes it's sense. this is a pretty huge hit in uh, around the world. Yeah, I could see that. It's it's only made seven million dollars in the U.S. and it's made a hundred and one million oh, around damn. the globe. Okay, like it's just a story that I think relates that works. Yeah, super and, and well. It's well and it's well done, and and it feels and it's it's fun, you know, and it's funny, and it feels like a thriller at times. It feels like a action, you know, Ocean's Eleven at times. Like it's so many different genres. And a horror. And it's just yes, yeah, a horror, it's, and it's it's yeah, it's just it's very well crafted. It's a very well crafted movie. Go see uh, Parasite. Yeah, I gave it five stars. Go see it. Uh, third and <laughs> final movie we're gonna. Stars. I'm sorry. You I believe I gave it five yeah, stars. Yeah. Uh, third and final movie we saw was Jojo Rabbit. This is the Taika Waititi film about a young Hitler youth uh, whose best friend or imaginary friend is Adolf Hitler, and he finds out that uh, they have a Jew, a Juden living uh in the uh the closet or the um in the crawl walls space. crawl space of their house and scarlett johansson plays the mom uh so how did you well, what did you think about this movie this is something we've talked about very early on in the year is a movie that we're looking forward to uh what did you think about jojo rabbit i think it is a good movie i don't think it's a great movie. I think it's a very it's a very solid movie. Mm-hmm. There's uh there's some stuff that's a little uh I don't know. I feel like they could have been uh, by being a little more extreme with like, hey, Nazis are bad. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, there's a lot of kind of like bumbling oaf Nazis, which don't get me wrong. Very <laughs> I'm all for an idiot Nazi mm-hmm. because they're stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nazis are dumb, but like, I don't know, like Stephen Merchant's character in this where he's like capable, but yeah. also, and also very clearly evil, but also very funny. Stephen Merchant is just makes an awesome Nazi. Cause he is <laughs> so, so tall and so <laughs> goofy looking that yeah. he's just menacing, you know. Just <laughs> he from looks the like very a first, shark, you know. From just the like... very first time you see him, and he's just like, <laughs> yeah, <"I'll hit> <laughs> and yeah. Does it like this casual little wave? <laughs> he's he's so perfect. He's perfect for anything. <laughs> I think this may be. I don't know if I, I laughed the hardest during this movie. I I think I probably laughed the hardest during the Lighthouse. Honestly, of any movie this year. Yeah. Um, but. For a movie that's like kind of going specifically for comedy, um, not that the lighthouse isn't at certain points, but um, it's this movie is very funny. Uh, I think that Taika is Hitler, pretty funny. There are some times when it's like a little much, but for the most part, it's like always on point. I think yeah. I think his JoJo's friend is so funny <laughs> i yeah i love i love anytime he comes on screen <laughs> every he's, time uh, yeah he's got plot armor and he, and he <laughs> ma- mentions that oh i can never die i guess <laughs> uh at the end yeah uh, not to spoil it but he's um yeah they, all, there's really not a bad character i think scarlett johansson was really good in this scarlett johansson is really good yeah. and gives 
like a there's a like a really powerful moment that oh, she's yeah. central to that's like really grounding yeah and like it, you know as i say you know you don't really see a whole lot of how bad the nazis right. are there is one moment that's like very clearly like yes very it, very strong in that aspect so i was afraid this would be sort of wes anderson-y but i think they did a good job of staying away from that because there's a lot of uh moonrise kingdom kind of it looks to it, it looks like it, it looks yeah. like moonrise kingdom at and glorious yeah. bastards mixed but i i think they 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 had some really yeah like you're saying really powerful moments really sad moments i think and they didn't really get into it too much but i th- and i think if this was a more serious movie they could have really gotten into like a young boy being radicalized into becoming a nazi cuz they yeah. kind of play it off like it's cooties you know like it's right you know that's kind of the whole joke is that yeah. it's the Jews are it's just girls and cooties and no girls allowed. But then he realizes he likes girls. You know, that's kind of what they're playing with in this. But I think a more serious movie, because there's one conversation she has, uh, Scarlett Johansson has with with um, the, the Jewish girl they have in, in the, the crawl space. And mm-hmm. and she's like, you know, I just hope he, he's not a ghost. I hope he doesn't become a ghost. I, I don't know why he's so radicalized. And uh-huh. I'm like, oh, wow, that's very interesting, you know, because, you know. It's this kid who's pretty much like obsessed with Hitler and Nazis. Yeah, right. You know, and and I think that's that's fascinating. Um, I think they handle it very well. I, I think sometimes it, you know, like you're saying with the, the it's all a lot of dumb Nazi stuff. There, there's mm-hmm. not too much uh, in the way of like terrifying, you know, Nazi. There's some couple parts there are, but not not too much. Yeah. Uh, also, I had had a weird. The accents were a bit off for me. Like all the kids had British accents. All the adults right. were trying to do German accents. German. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yeah, it was it was a little off for me. The accents were. Uh, for sure, I mm-hmm. I do think that there's. Uh, I think it's more uh, proof that. Every uh, director, you know, they they get big and then, you know, go back to kind of kind of do other smaller stuff. And there's, I I think I think it works. It's like a fun idea. It's based on it's based on a book that, uh, yeah, I I guess Taika's mom made him read. Okay, Um, at least for the most part, (laughs) at least the the seed of the idea Mm -hmm. is is from that book. Um and I think it's I think it's a pretty solid movie. Yeah. It's not it it's not anything that I'm going to go to bat for as far as the Oscars or anything like that. But I it, could see it, was, it, it was not worth, like a writing or something maybe. If there's not like a lot of other ones to choose from, I could see that being a a dark horse for that. You mm-hmm. know, like best uh, written or adapted, I guess. Yeah, uh, I think yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I think a lot more than maybe I thought I was going to enjoy it because I'd heard some kind of mixed things beforehand. There's but, been pretty mixed <laughs> reviews, which yeah, it was interesting. I suppose in the festival circuit specifically, they mm-hmm. were kind of like, Whoa, I don't know, but I, I think for general audiences, uh, you'll have a blast. Like every yeah. time, 
Hitler said anything. <laughs> He's great. My, yeah. My whole theater <laughs> was like cracking up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just like any kind of like <laughs> none of this should be anything. weird none of this should be weird right <laughs> yeah like that's it's, it's uh he's very good as is hitler uh, also it's a movie that and i don't i don't know why but it, it it's a movie that and i guess it doesn't matter cuz it's trying to be funny and it's a comedy but it feels like it's not in the era it's supposed to be like it says it's okay. in the 1940s but it just sometimes feels like it's not in the 1940s and that's maybe just how they're talking um just the dialogue or or maybe the clothes but sometimes it felt like it was modern day or 80s but it's supposed to be 1945 and that's just that's that's not a a too big of a that doesn't hinder my enjoyment of it at all but i just Uh noticed that sometimes I, i felt like oh this is a i had to remind myself this was a world war ii movie you know because of the Nazis. Because of the Nazis, you know. <laughs> right. Twenty nineteen, yeah. man. I mean, they're back, you know. Yeah, it'd be like, what is this? What is this modern day? Uh Sam Rockwell continues yeah. his uh tour of trying to <laughs> be cast as a member of some sort of hate group in right? every single era. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh he was good. His, then, his uh, character his character is pretty fun. Yeah, and uh his character was fun and then uh his uh then, Alfie Allen. Yeah, uh freaking Theon. Theon Greyjoy is his uh German um lover. Uh they didn't they kinda hinted at there it's might just be like something one there. Second <laughs> yeah. Then, yeah. Uh yeah, he's I had a I'm like, holy crap, is that Theon Greyjoy? Uh you know what? What's the oh man, the 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 heavy lady. What's her name? I thought she Rebel was really Wilson? good. Emma Wilson was really good in this. Rebel. Rebel Wilson. Rebel Wilson was really good in this, I thought. Yeah, um, I mean, I, you know I'm most looking forward to her getting her hand stuck in a, <laughs> in a mousetrap. I, I have no cats. opinion on her. I, 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 I see her, and I'm like, wait, where the hell did she come from kind of thing? Like, wait, who is she? Where where did she come from? Uh, she was fine in this. I thought everyone was fine in this. Like, She's there was really funny nothing. in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, when they're all talking at the pool, they're all talking. I saw you once. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's very fun. It's very funny. Um, it's it's a very good movie. I I'd go check it out. I gave don't it, th- or don't worry about the critics. Yeah, on this one. I gave it three and a half star. I mean, the critics. I think the critic, if you're looking at Rotten Tomatoes, it's like seventy two percent or something like yeah. that. So it's still pretty still positive. Yeah. I gave it three and a half. I could probably convince to bump it up to a four. Probably closer uh, to a four than a three. Yeah, I gave it a four. I just I'm like, oh, I thought this was really good. I enjoyed it. I don't. I didn't see a reason to bump it down anymore. I think, almost. I think more importantly than almost anything else, it's like, it's like a movie that you can go, you can go see, you can sit, you can enjoy, you can eat popcorn, you can have a, you can have a, 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 a some soda, a, a soda, maybe. A thing of snow caps or red vines <laughs> or uh, or punch and, crunch, and you know what? You can just get lost in the moment and <laughs> to have a little munch, take a little drink, and sit back, have a laugh, and then leave the theater feeling feeling good. Well, except for that one part where uh, you know. Well, you know you <laughs> depend. People on all sides are feeling good. <laughs> right, all sides are feeling good. All sides feel good. God, uh, it, it was interesting because, look, I I like World War Two a lot, but did did the 
Did the Americans invade Germany? Uh, that would be Russia. Okay, because they had a bunch of American flags at the very end. Well, Russia was the first ones that were. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Russia was in Germany, basically fighting themselves. Like they didn't realize right. they won, kind of for a while. Yeah, because yeah, that's what I thought. But they had. I guess maybe that was just uh, signify an the change. easier, an easier thing. You can't be. <laughs> right you can't yeah i think that was just maybe like hey maybe we just put american flags everywhere instead of the russian flag and america yeah. got there eventually eventually got there spoiler alert uh we won world war ii <laughs> i did think it was funny when after hitler kills himself imagining yeah hitler has yeah <laughs> i thought that was a good touch that was a very good touch <laughs> it's pretty funny <laughs> yes that was very good <laughs> just a big bullet hole in his face. Uh, yeah, great, great little movie. All right, so that was three big movies that we watched. Uh, next yeah. week, I think we'll see Doctor Sleep. I think that's uh, the maybe. Maybe. maybe, maybe, maybe that's what maybe that's what we're doing. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I would like to do some Christmas movies though, maybe towards December. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't think we've done Christmas movies. Before. I don't. I don't think we have either. Maybe that is something that we need to get into. Yeah. Uh, do we have any news, Adam? Uh, all right. Now time for our three-hour discussion on Martin Scorsese's New York Times op-ed about what it means to make a film Ooh. and how his comments that uh, movies are theme park rides these days. What that so I haven't read. Means. I haven't read the op-ed, so summarize it if you have. Uh, I think most of the he he's kind of like basically saying that movies are supposed to movies are art. They're kind of supposed to challenge the business side of things, and now the business and the movie side are like a little too hand in hand. Uh huh. In that respect. And that that real art needs to to challenge, and for the most part, I agree with him <laughs> uh, that it's just uh, you know we've seen in the Star Wars stuff where they just want somebody to execute their thing. They have their like formula that they want to hit with all this stuff, and. Uh, one of the big things that Scorsese talks about is that movies are not unsafe anymore. Like, even when you have a flop, they don't really truly flop. <laughs> what they're trying to do right. is there. there's specific things that they're trying to do to cut out risk, and that's why you see remakes, reboots, stuff that people know. Um, why Joker is a Joker movie instead of... Something else. <laughs> something else. Um that's kind of where he's coming from. Yeah, I could which there. which I agree with. I don't uh, think it I don't think it's the worst thing in the world all the time. Um but yeah, I mean there's it's there's obviously a lot of it's not just not Marvel. Goodness. It's it's a it's a vast thing that's just it's not even just Marvel and Star Wars. You know, it's, and, it's everything. Yeah, but he's also talking about how, you know, that's the the big thing for him is that it's, you know, when you make a movie, you want to see it on a screen. And right. basically, 
all these screens are being exclusively for these movies right, that are being forced out. And he says, I say this as um, I just made a movie that's going to be released by Netflix and it's not going to be yeah. on as many screens for as long of a time as I want it to be. And it's basically because all these movies are kind of taking up the space. And that I agree mm-hmm. with him a lot. Yeah, um, I'm with him too. But you know what I say to that? Okay, Boomer. <laughs> oh, got him! Yes. Hey, Marty. Oh, what movie have you ever made? Wow. Okay, Boomer. Freaking got him. Tell oh, who are you waving in, Trey? Who are you waving Austin's in? Austin's here. Austin Gutter what? is here. What's he doing? Tell those dogs to go away. We're gonna watch some Tar. We've been watching Tar. There's toenails all over your ground. Come here, Austin. What? Austin says there's toenails all over what? your ground. Austin, get on the mic. Who is it? Adam. It's your best friend. That's okay. He doesn't oh, want to talk to you. Wow. I'm sorry. Wow. Okay. I know. Well, Austin's going into my closet. Yeah. Anyway, um, no, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with him on that the theater part as well because yeah, a lot of these theaters, they'd rather have a whole bunch of these movies that are going to make them money, and that's the thing. Yeah, I, I'm with him also. He's right that movies don't. It's not a. They're making money even when they say they're bombs. You know, it's like no, they're right. making money. They're just not making the money as that they want. Yeah, as much money, and yeah, I think that's that's even just a commentary on I think the corporate world in general. You know, like uh, they talk about. Um, I think it was Activision. You know, video games who like or EA. I forget who it was, but it was like a report earlier that they they made a ton of money. But then they let half their half the people go because they didn't make you know the money they thought they were gonna make. Yeah, they gotta make they gotta get these these margins right. Right, right. It's all shareholders and shit. You know, we gotta we gotta make fifty million, not thirty million. What the hell are we doing? What the hell are we doing, Adam? Because we love making movies. Mm-hmm. Trey. Yeah. That's pretty much all I got. Do you I didn't you posted an article about Todd Phillips giving the definitive answer about what happened to Zazie Beats. She did not die. Just so you know. Who? Close Phew. one. The Joker didn't get it. Uh have we, we haven't talked about how the Joker steps how everybody's hanging out at the Joker steps except for Trey. I know. Right? I know I'm not hanging out there. Trey. I should be. Missed, missed your chance at the Joker steps. You could be dancing to different pedophile song. Uh huh. I could be doing Michael Jackson all day. You know, to listen to that. <laughs> uh oh! I just got a alert from ESPN. That black cat from Monday Night Football still on the loose. It's on the loose. Well, they all, don't. They all live under uh, under the what do you call it? The um the bleachers. I thought that's what they live under the bleachers. Cats? Yeah, and at uh, MetLife Stadium, they all live there. All those cats. You've you've been there, so have you? I seen, have. Have you I've seen s- the stadium cats? You know what? I did, and they talked about how excited they were for the movie Cats coming out. You know what they need? To- oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Idris Elba was in the stands. He was. in Ian the Ian McKellen stands. was in the stands. Yeah, he was. Uh, J- Dame Judi Dench. <laughs> Hello, it's oh, me, Ian McKellen. Uh, I am a theater actor. 
That's what he said to me. What's this? They have cats in the they have cats in football stadiums. They got rats in the subways. The Maybe hell's going on with New York, man? It's it's my favorite character in a movie. By the way, New York is. Uh <laughs> I know you've made that joke, and I've stole it. No, it's a it's my favorite joke about a character in a movie. <laughs> yeah, New York, my favorite character. Really, the lighthouse was a character as well. It was a character. It was a character. Not as much as the light. <laughs> Trey, where can people find you? Well, are we going to do box office predictions? Okay. Boomer. Okay, Boomer. Isn't that funny? You say, <laughs> okay, Boomer. Uh, I like how proud people are of okay, Boomer. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, this is what you get for calling us a millennial all the time. <laughs> hey, maybe everybody. You know what? In the words of Taylor Swift. You need to calm down. You're being too loud. (laughs) (laughs) That song's dog shit. I've never heard that song. I don't listen to Taylor Swift. Uh, That's my statement. What? All right, this week, Dr. Sleep. What? (laughs) What? 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 Coming out this weekend, a lot of movies... Doctor Sleep, The Shining sequel, Midway, a movie about World War Two, Better Days. We know that. Uh, which is, uh, uh, we know movie. that. Playing with Fire, the John Cena yeah. firefighter movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Last Christmas. We know Dunkirk did well, so we're gonna do Midway. Right. That's what was the joke? Yeah. Last Christmas, which is the... Uh, I gave you my heart. The very next day, you gave it away. Which is D- Danny from Game of Thrones and the hunk from Crazy Rich Asians. Hmm. And then also uh, Honey Boy. Smaller. Smaller Honey movie. Boy. Honey Boy, which is the Adam Shia movie. LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf playing his dad. Yeah. Uh, on About his own, his own life. So Trey... What do you, what do you think's gonna win at the box office? Uh, I say um, he wasn't. I don't call him Mister Sleep because he didn't go to sleep medical school for six years to be called Mister Sleep. So Doctor Sleep. Oh, Doctor. Yeah. Sleep. All right. I'm also taking. I really doctor. hope he says it's Mister Sleep. I didn't go to sleep <laughs> medical school to be called Mister Sleep. It's Doctor Sleep. All right. There you go. Doctor Sleep is also what I'm taking. What are you taking next? Uh, Midway. I'm going to take Terminator. <gasps> Ooh, okay. Because, I don't know, I think Midway and Last Christmas look like trash. <laughs> they do look like trash. I agree. Okay. I hear Terminator is okay. It's like safe. That's what I heard as well. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Well, Adam, where can we find you? I'm at the Fullertron on Twitter. I posted a uh, a GIF there uh, that got liked by the official Parasite account. Oh, nice! Congratulations! So, so you can you can go see that that yeah. I'm sure Bong Joon Ho liked himself. Yeah, you know, actually, Austin saw the lighthouse. He did Austin. see the lighthouse. Yeah. Actually, you know what's funny is I was sitting few rows behind him. <laughs> While I was watching it, because he went to, he went to go on a date 
And, uh, well, he was like, I'm going on a date. I can't see it with you. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to go see it anyway. And we ended up going to the same theater. <laughs> why, why did you... <laughs> Why didn't you t- in the same theater at the same time? Yes. Because he went like right. I guess he went right after. I, and I'm like, okay, I'll just go and see it. And I didn't know he was going to go to that theater. And so I'm sitting like, I see his car first of all. It's like, oh, no. And then I sit like a few rows behind him. You better be careful because you know what he does in those movie theaters. He jerks. He jerks. He gets sex. Oh. I hear he does a lot of weird things in those theaters. Well, Yeah. Maybe you don't know this story. <laughs> I know the story about him, what, getting a blowjob or something in the theater? Or he had sex in the theater? Uh, yeah. Saying, like, Spider-Man or something? <laughs> uh, seeing uh, what? Herbie. Hey, hold on. Oh, hold on. He's coming up. <laughs> the awesome. sound, what? Of his, you the do? sound of his belt banging against the floor. I had my first kiss in Spider-Man 2, for clarification. Mm-hmm. What? What's the other yeah, one? Yeah, that's, 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 that's the all, story. That's all. That's... That was, that's <laughs> That's the story that I was telling was how he got his first kiss. Okay. Sure. And for some reason his belt was banging against the floor. Belt was banging against Oh god, Austin. Smells like dog ass <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, that's the podcast for t- this week nice. and uh we'll find me at Creature Vids and we'll see you next week. Don't watch Herbie Fully Loaded with Austin. <laughs> Don't Herbie Fully Loaded Austin. What? Herbie Fully Loaded, what'd you do? It was the credits of Herbie Fully Loaded, <laughs> so the theater was empty. It's gross. Bye. And more next time on Super Films Cast 64!